So Sean, so, Sean knows this, Chris, but I last night I got sick because I ate too much sugar, which hasn't happened to me in like probably 15 years. What kind of sugar? I had some ice Everything. cream and I had a lot of Skittles. Um, and he like did. It wasn't even like he drank, he ate like sherbet and then Skittles. It was like a chocolate ice cream and then Skittles. And I saw well, chocolate doing ice cream is disgusting. Mix it and match raspberry ice cream. I don't I don't like chocolate ice cream. Chocolate raspberry. I yeah. thought. Well, there's yeah. chocolate. There's chunks of chocolate in it, which is fine. But chocolate ice cream yeah. itself is it's, it's wow. nasty. You would, you know, yeah. you guys like seeing each other in person and shit. What's wrong with you? I just wish that um, I just wish that Sean wouldn't come over and cry about how much he misses his best friend. Like it just you? like. Yeah, that happens <laughs> all the time. Yep, yep, yep. Um, do you guys hear about? Uh, well, I'll, you may not have heard about. It. I'll tell you. I was scrolling through Instagram and someone uh, added mayo to uh, um, spicy food steak. Oh no, steak! <laughs> and they grilled it with mayo on it. Yuck! Um, I know. But he's like, he's like, this is really good. And I was just like, what the fuck? So I got a steak and I'm gonna try it. <laughs> give it, give it a shot because you you know about the. Um, using mayo as an alternative to butter in making like toast and stuff making oh yeah i hate hate mayo it's actually pretty good and the only thing like if you think about it what is mayo it's oil oil vinegar Mm -hmm. and egg right yeah and if you i mean if you can i don't know i've always thought like if you can accept those things separately you should i mean it's in i also like the way mayo tastes it's yeah it's Uh, it's got a oily kind of it can be a bit heavy oh terrible terrible agrees with me i um i do like aioli i'm a big i'm a big aioli head but i don't like mayo that's because you're so that's because you're so bougie those are the same that's fucking true thing. yeah that's true i yeah it's, it's an <laughs> oil emulsion it's an oil yeah. emulsion with some sort of like you know something else in it so you're a miracle whip guy no i don't like David, miracle whip either I, I just don't like the taste oh of mayo. weird no you gotta pick dude you gotta pick a side man <laughs> You gotta. Pick what is Miracle Whip if it's not mayo? What what is it then? It's like mayo with extra tangy zip in it, I guess. But it's not mayo though. Um, it's, they they make a point of saying it's not mayo. It's Miracle Whip. Oh, it's cum. <laughs> okay, it's cum. Yeah. No, that's it's the, very right. cold, it's acrid cum. The world is a fine place, and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. We're on express elevator to hell. You want to be a big bad guy, Christopher? I want your blood. I want your soul. Top of the food chain and dinner is served. Stop defending him, Sean. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. It's all right to be afraid, David. Because this part won't be like a comic book. Welcome to Earth. I guess we, yeah, I guess we should move on from just talking about Mayo and, you know, maybe say, hey guys, welcome to Guys We're Screwed. Uh, I'm David. I'm Sean. I'm Chris. Mallard. I'm looking now. I'm looking at these pictures of the Mallard reaction. I don't like it. Mallard. Yeah. Ducks. Is it... Yeah. I'm. Lo- I'm looking at Mallard ducks. If it's caramelizing, it's then don't you need sugar. Correct, but there's sugar in meat. I mean, it's right. it's it's its own it's its own thing. Searing a steak creates that, and actually, literally saying that searing steaks, fried dumplings, cookies, biscuits, bread, toasted marshmallows undergo the reaction. Or we could have. I got an idea, guys. Let's 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 start a company. And our only invention will be how to instantly mail mailard things. How's that sound? Okay. We, okay. Right. Mailard to mallard. A duck. Yeah, we can we can mailard to mallard. Because uh, you know, as as children of the '90s, we were raised in a world of you know fantastic possibilities. Uh, we were supposed to be re- uh, flying in flying cars, cruising down the skyway, 
while we like telepathically slid into DMs of the girl we met at the anti-gravity party. You know, that's what we were supposed to be. The 90s were an interesting time because they didn't really seem to have any obstacles in our way. There was no looming large enemy for- forcing us to hide be- beneath desks. Racism was a thing of our shameful past, never to be spoken of in the present tense again. The market had proven to be the bene- uh, benevolent behemoth that so many people told us it could be. None of this was true, of course, but it was easier to believe than it is now. With no great enemies and our worst habits behind us, we looked to the future and seemed to be determined to bend the laws of physics to our will. That felt like a really forced uh, entry into <laughs> into the episode. You, you, I, I you like did it. change quickly. Okay. You quickly I, changed direction. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like that because okay. it was it's like a it's like a shock. There's a bit of a, a contrast there. That's what we, that's what art is. That's we're, 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 we are a podcast of many contrasts. This is uh, avant, very avant-garde. <laughs> uh, as we grew up in the <laughs> 2000s, we left those childish notions of flying cars and space travel behind us and looked to the new frontier, technology. The internet exploded, and once again, all things seemed possible. The names and faces changed. We replaced our posters of Doc Brown and Seth Brundle with gifts of Elon Musk and hip corporate Twitter accounts. We stopped looking to the stars for our, ast- our astral ha- uh, haven, and instead founded a technological Garden of Eden in Silicon Valley. But it was all in pursuit of that same feeling of wonder and awe that so many of us desperately wanted when we dreamed of being astronauts. Or was it? How did we go from the internet utopians of the late 90s to the black black-pilled halls of 8chan? When did Wikipedia is not a real source turn into, uh, it must be true, I saw it on Facebook? How did space cash become cryptocurrency? Are we more open than who we are and what we want or is our data simply being stolen by neo-feudal lords? Is Silicon Valley really saving the world? Or are they completely full of shit? Uh, well, today we're going to take a look at a figure from the latter category. Uh, we mentioned her in our failed technology episode, but I think her story is especially poignant because it represents so much of what is wrong in the way that we look at technology and capitalism today. Uh, I don't think... We are screwed simply because of the company and person we're talking about, but what she represents is another story entirely, and we're going to dive into that, and we, we this will, I think, give rise to some discussion at the end. Today, we're talking about right. Theranos. Uh, my sources are Wikipedia, uh, a documentary called The Inventor, Alpha Blood in Silicon Valley, and an article by John Carey from the Wall Street Journal, and a couple other articles I forgot to write down, but, it, you know... My main sources were the documentary and the article by John Carew. Uh, do you guys remember when we talked about Theranos at all? I do. I do. I remember because um, there's that really cool movie about it. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. The, the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, when With when the, Theranos the snapped and and yeah. and um, <laughs> gave half the world herpes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then wasn't it like um, Doctor Strange that kept having to go back and killing him over and over again? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then. And then uh, uh, Spider-Man got a really cool new suit, and then I can't remember anymore, actually. Yep. Well, then a- it was the AIDS thing after the that. The AIDS, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man got right AIDS, after I forgot. The AIDS. Yep. <laughs> Spider-Man got AIDS. Ryan Reynolds was the Green Lantern. In that movie <laughs> yeah, too, he <right>? was. <laughs> yeah. And then they had a crossover with uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. It was really, it was pretty cool. Ooh, that would be oh, nice. Wow. I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. We need to create a studio ourselves, the Guys Were Screwed studio, and create our own superhero. Yeah, we can make our first. We our, already have our yeah. first Doctor Janitor. Our first film, Doctor Janitor. <laughs> well, no, uh, we, 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 have. we can have a. Oh, we can have like a, a house style Doctor Janitor TV show, and then our first movie will be the Return of Professor Von Salman. 
Hey, there you go. <laughs> well, or Shovel Man. It'll be Shovel Man. And then I'll be, I'll be Professor Von Salman. I'll have to come back and train you because you forgot how to fight, Sean. And then, and then what happens is we make the whole movie and then we just record over it with Sean. <laughs> is that, that's what happened. That's yep. exactly what oh, happened. Oh no. And it was a, it was a shitty, shitty, it wasn't even that good. Of, it was a waste. Totally wasted. That's, that's when that I was, I think we were shit. 17. That's when I discovered that mush, doing mushrooms isn't fun unless you're also doing the mushrooms. Like, like yeah. just watching oh, someone on mushrooms is not fun. Yeah. If we record Sean, we'll be able to like tap into it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. Get high that's, along with him. That's not no. No, you just made me more uncomfortable, and I had to like leave. But no, but but happen, do but we? I mean, I, if, I, if we had all done the mushrooms and then recorded, that would that would have been fun. I think it, just for us, it would yeah. have. Yeah. have to re- all right, well, we will have to save this for a Patreon episode, so that if you want to hear about our burgeoning media empire, uh, sign up for the Patreon. But um, yeah, I had trouble structuring this episode because um, you know, this is very much a cautionary tale about how tech companies are looked at and run in this country. Um, that's what we're going to specifically ask when we consider if we're screwed or not. Uh, uh, Theranos was a company that really only had one product. Um, it was a machine that could run hundreds of tests from a single drop of blood. The blood would come from a prick in the finger rather than a needle in the arm. Uh, it would make tests more affordable as well as make them more available. Uh, you wouldn't have to go through the hassle of going to a doctor, having them set up the blood test, go to a different place, have the blood drawn, wait for results, then go back to the doctor to have them interpret them for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Would also give the potential for diseases or cancers to be caught early. Um, it's an interesting story. Um, and much like Gates with Microsoft or Jobs with Apple, it's difficult to tell the whole story without beginning with its founder. Uh, this was very much on purpose, and you'll see what I mean. Um, she's the main character of this story. Uh, more than that, many people have written her off as a villain, which, I mean, she absolutely is, and you'll see why. But I think she's also kind of a victim, uh, a victim of her own privilege, a victim of the unrealistic expectations and myth-making of American exceptionalism. Uh, and it doesn't excuse what she ends up doing, but I think it's important to keep this in mind while we learn about her, uh, to kind of keep in mind how poisonous our this whole kind of culture can be if we allow it to be. I already hate her, David. <laughs> I mean, I you're gonna I I yeah, I, hating her is gonna be pretty much required by the end of this episode. Have we uh, said her name yet? I'm going to right now. Okay. Uh, Plus, we said it on the other episode. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. but that doesn't matter. No uh, matter yeah, I want to use Theranos and uh, Elizabeth Holmes, which is her name, as a lens to view what's really wrong with Silicon Valley and our general perception of modern technology. So we're gonna go way, way back now. We're gonna talk about Elizabeth Holmes and her childhood. All right. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes was born on February 4th, 1984 in Washington, D.C. Uh, her father was a name, guy named, uh, Christian Rasmus Holmes IV, which, I mean, give me a fucking oh, break, Jesus Christ. Can, can we pronounce Elegant. it Christian? <laughs> Christian, Christian Rasmus, Rasmus Holmes, 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 the fourth. No, you, it's not even the fourth, you just pronounce it IV. IV. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Uh, right? Fucking ridiculous ass name. Uh, he was a vice president at, at uh, Enron, which I wrote just lol. Oh. And then he went on after Enron, you know, when uh, something happened with Enron. Uh, he went to work on several yeah. government agencies after the oh, after the fall of Enron, which I mean, double lol. I was trying to be cryptic about what happened to Enron, but we all know what happened to Enron. And so basically Enron after knows. after Enron really, really, uh, uh, you know, did a lot of bad shit. This guy who was the vice president went on to work for the government, which is, that's great. That's fucking, that's failing upward. 
at its best. You got to keep it all all in the family, man. You know what I mean? You can't. You got it. This is the way America works, dude. He worked for the United States Agency for International Development, the United States Trade and Development Agency, and then he finally ended up at the EP fucking A. Just wow. uh, uh, this Enron vice president working at the EPA. Uh, we could probably do an entire episode on shit like this, like people who like really, really fuck things up and then end up being in charge. But, uh, you know, that would probably take several episodes, I think. Isn't that every person that's ever been in charge? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about especially these uh, appointed positions mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. by fucking up and then ingratiating yourself to someone in power. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, her mother was named Noel Ann Doust. She worked as a congressional staffer. That's all the information I can find on her. Uh, needless to... That's pronounced dust, by the way. <laughs> is it dust? No, it's not. I, th- I just totally made that I, up. <laughs> I saw Taoist the first time. Dao- I saw <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Her, name, her name was Noel Ann, and she was a Taoist. Um, uh, needless to say, Elizabeth Holmes had a very privileged childhood. Uh, she went to St. John's School in Austin, Texas, which I guess is a very, very prestigious uh, high school. Uh, is it prestigious or prestigious? What do you guys say? Either one. Whatever you want. Okay. You know, you, potato, I, I do potato. say prestigious, but I kind of like prestigious now. You know, I bet if you like created a corpus of all of your pronunciations, you probably do both and it's random. All right. Well, that's good. That's true. I mean, I'll, I'll take your I've word for it. You are, the, you, are the, you are the uh, doctor linguist. So I guess I'll that's take right. your doctor. Yep. Doctor of talking. Um, she began her freshman year uh, of college at Stanford in 2002. Uh, she studied chemical engineering. Um, her first patent that she tried to get was for a piece of wearable tech that would give automatic drug injections. That was like her first big idea. That seems kind of dangerous. Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much, and too often. Yeah, <laughs> it kills them. Yeah, it's 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 like, oh, gotta put on my morphine patch. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. <laughs> hey Siri, inject me. <laughs> uh, <and they're> like, <laughs> that'd be funny if she's like, hey Siri, inject me. I'm not getting the fucking vaccine. Are you crazy? They're gonna put microchips in me. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, um. Oh my god. Oh shit. No, oh, Siri, no, shut up. Oh, no, shut up, no, Siri. No. <laughs> She's telling Bill Gates on. I know. <laughs> She's, well, it's not Bill Gates. It's it's the it's the it's the ghost of Steve Jobs. Oh, him yes. too. Yeah. Um, this is if, also where she would eventually come up with the idea that would become Theranos. Um, so one of her professors at the school, I wrote her name down, and she. Uh, this is from the documentary, and I want to I want to mention her name. Phyllis Gardner was a professor. Doctor Phyllis Gardner was a professor at Stanford, and I I, I mentioned her name. Cause she's kind of funny, but. Um, uh, Holmes came to her with this idea and she told Holmes that it was kind of like physically impossible. Um, and Holmes kept coming back with like minor tweaks and keep in mind, uh, Elizabeth Holmes is 19 at this point, but nothing, uh, really changed enough to make her idea work in the physical universe that we all operate in. Um, and the professor like got to the point, I guess Holmes must've been there, like gone to her like quite a few times because the professor seemed very annoyed. Like, after Holmes were kept coming going to her, uh, Dr. Gardner gave her the name of a different professor just to kind of get her off her back. Wow. So it's kind of funny. Um, that professor that she went to, I didn't get his name. I didn't write it down. But he would end up leaving his tenured position at Stanford to help Holmes create Theranos. What an idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I mean, t- to me, just as like a quick aside... 
this is this is like the type of college experience that you really only see in the movies right where it's like there's this one professor that's like well think about what you're doing when you're like a freshman or sophomore it's just taking a bunch of like uh like lower division classes like gen eds and shit and yeah. slacking off and and fucking i don't know it's just like this seems very like like early 2000s movie type of story i'm glad you mentioned that because that's kind of the crutch of the whole episode as we're going on like it's this whole thing is kind of about this one idea like this one idea after she had an original idea when she was 19 that she just became obsessed with and would refuse to Mm -hmm. acknowledge uh the the obstacles in her way yeah right and like i think about when i was 19 all the fucking stupid ass ideas i had like holy shit like i think when i was 19 i wanted my dream job was to be a mystery shopper was to like just go around buying shit and then reviewing the people like that, that sounded yeah. like cause it was easy wow. and like and like I did I, I wasn't the anti-capitalist I am now I, like so like what, what, what I, my point is when, when you're 19 like you you shouldn't you shouldn't base your entire life off of one idea you had when you were 19 years old yeah yeah because in going by that thing I feel like be like yeah I'm pretty sure I can make drug dealing work mom <laughs> okay you need to go <laughs> yeah. Sean Sean had Sean had ideas of this grand like. Arizona Empire he would build, I guess. <laughs> oh, no, no. It, it wasn't me. I'm just generalizing 19-year-old. Oh. <laughs> they, they love that shit. <laughs> um, uh. So uh, the idea eventually evolved. So it wasn't really her first idea, but it was like she the, the idea that of that Theramos, Theramos would become kind of evolved after her first piece, her first idea about that wearable tech. And it was to she 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 wanted to come up with a way to run hundreds of blood tests off of a single drop of blood, and I mean by I mean drop, I mean like mm. drop, drop, like tiny amount of blood. Um, yeah. if you if you've ever had blood drawn, uh, for testing, you they do take quite a bit, like they take a lot, several vials, yeah. yeah. Unless you're doing um um like blood sugar, right? That just needs a little bit. Oh, they do, right? Yeah, yeah, right. They don't need much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um. So and this is she her the other idea that she, she well, the, the the addition to this idea was that it could be taken from a finger so like just a tiny prick on your finger rather than a needle uh no needles no going to a lab no waiting for results the test would be extremely low cost as well so these are pretty much the three main parts of the idea that she really wanted to uh form and she did she uh would form a company named Theranos uh holmes dropped out of stanford in 2003 i believe she was still 19 when she dropped out uh she founded the company that same year uh she used the rest of the of her the money that her parents had set aside for her college to do it and so i mean it seems like quite a bit of money this is probably like money that they set aside for her to like for tuition and to live off of i'm guessing because it like she started like she she, like started an entire company I, i and i know that you don't need to have a ton of money to start a company, but like if you're doing like anything medical or technology, I'm assuming you do. Um, um, I I just have a quick question. I feel like I see below you might be touching on this, but it, like, and maybe it kind of uh, comes all comes together. But initially, this was just her idea, and she started it herself. It wasn't like with other people at up front. Well, that professor right? went with the, the, profe- the then... professor went with her, but yeah, it was her idea. Okay. 
Um, and she actually did this a year before Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, you know, we all know Mark Zuckerberg's famous. He dropped out of Harvard and started Facebook. But I mean, this also it, oh, yeah. this also ties into Elizabeth Holmes, like kind of her whole persona is like because Bill Gates also there was there there were the there was that story about how Bill Gates was really bad at school and dropped out and started Microsoft and all like same thing with like Einstein, which I think is like an urban legend. But like she was very much walking down this path of like a miss. She was trying to be a misunderstood genius and like doing her own thing, mm. right? Again, it sounds like a movie, right? yeah. Like uh, Matt Damon uh, in A Beautiful Mind, right? Right. Or who's was that? Matt, was that Matt Damon? No, uh, Russell Crowe. Yep. See, but but I that know, wasn't I know that. A lot but, about movies, but a, a, they're, they're a, the a, same. A Beautiful person. Mind is very much like A Beautiful Mind was about a guy, John Nash, who who was very much attached to academia. He was like he became a professor, and I mean he went crazy. But yeah, mm. I'm yeah I'm thinking more of Goodwill Hunting. Oh, Goodwill Hunting. I yeah. was literally gonna say yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny if, like, if, like, that's how Elizabeth Holmes talked. Like, how you like these? I, I can't do a Boston accent. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that was almost like a, like a <laughs> fucking. A, how you like these? Apples? Well, let me let what me let me, uh, let me let me uh, ask not what you can do for your country. That was that was pretty good, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> it's, I, but it's a little weird. I decree that. Yeah, the best Jeff Low jobs for everyone. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe had a fine set of tits. Is that is that good? That uh, that's that's, that's, good. that sounds British almost. You, you got to do the I'm Mac Wow bag. You, know? uh, <laughs> you sound Australian. <laughs> I know that's the point. Um, <laughs> but it's like a Boston Australian. Uh, yeah. This is so good. We Mac-y should Mac. actually, should be charging people five dollars for this shit. And I wasn't gonna. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. gonna mention this in the. <laughs> we should be. Yeah, we should. <laughs> um. I, I, I wasn't going to mention this because um, people made a lot of uh, fuss about her physical appearance, which I thought, well, I don't want to mention because it is like, I, I think that is pretty misogynistic. But since we're talking about voices, she did um, like adopt this very, very deep affect. Like that wasn't her natural voice, but she like, hmm. there's only one instance I can find where she her real voice accidentally came through and it was from a podcast years ago. And she instantly changed back to her deep voice. So it's interesting. She just like, mm. like for the entire episode, she was different or she switched. No, in she like, it she during. messed up for like a second and then corrected it. Oh, okay. That's weird. yeah. Um, she decided to, to call her new company Theranos. Um, the real, the original name was real time cures, which uh, was dropped when she found out <laughs> that people were suspicious of the word cure I mean, real time cures sounds like, 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 well, that would I don't think she would have made it as far with a bullshit company if it was named Real Time Cures. Right. Also, Bill Maher couldn't have done his show. I don't know if it was right. out Real before time. that. But it sounds like Real, Real Time Cures with Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he called. She called it Theranos because it's a combination of the word therapy and diagnosis, which is gross. Oh, yuck. that's kind of corny. That's dumb. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, it sounds ominous, though. It do, yeah, it's like Theranos sounds like a Lex Luthor type company, doesn't it? Like it yeah. sounds like, like oh no, like Lex Luthor's a that's CEO. a last boss for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, when yeah. you discover that Theranos is behind uh, behind it the whole time, and you have to go kill like blow up, blow up the, the headquarters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she hired a man named Sonny Balwani to be the COO, um, and she would end up dating Balwani for a few years, even though he was much. Uh, older than her, I believe she, he was in his forties. Uh, Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Sean's dream. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There we go. Got to find a uh, pretend smart person. Yeah, exactly. I think she wasn't smart, but you know. <laughs> uh, Bowani yeah. um made a lot of money in the tech sector. 
however, uh, several people, dis- well, not several people, but uh, one person in the documentary described him as a Mark Cuban figure. And so- several people mm-hmm. kind of gave the same impression, which means that he more than, it wasn't so much that he was like a really smart guy who made it a, a, a great company. It was more like the right place at the right time. Like he just kind of like was there and he did it and mm-hmm. got lucky like Mark Cuban. I, mean, I don't know if you guys know much. I think Mark Cuban got famous for like putting the radio on the internet or something, or like made all his money. He made like a, a website that Yahoo bought and then never used. No, it wasn't that. What happened is, is they gave him the Dallas Mavericks. And I he was knew like, okay, this was going to be oh, a sports reference. That. I knew it. Like I was like, what does Sean know about Mark Cuban? Oh yeah, he owns the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, he owns the Dallas Mavericks. But but yeah, he didn't buy them. I don't know if you knew that. They just gave it to him. And he's like, what? All right. <laughs> and now they're worth. Now he's worth billions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so so inspired. Um. Uh, uh, Holmes decided pretty, or pretty early what the product of Theranos was going to be. And that product was a box about three feet high and four feet wide. It would be able to run hundreds of blood tests, um, only needs the one off of one drop of blood. So hundreds of blood tests off of one drop of blood would take about 30 minutes to 45 minutes to run every test and produce results. So don't know if, uh, if you guys know a lot about blood testing, but uh, the reason they take so much blood is because each test you can't really run multiple tests off of the same amount of blood right yeah so you you kind of need a lot to to, so so her idea her revolutionary idea was to pretty much change the way blood testing is done entirely uh she called the the box the edison um the inspiration Mm. uh for the name was uh, the edison quote about he said something about uh, failing 10,000 times and succeeding on the 10,000 first time oh yeah which is pretty ironic considering how this is all going to play out. So, can I just interject really yeah. quick? This is such a dumb fucking idea. <laughs> I know. Like isn't this just a stupid idea? Like that's what that's what that's what I meant when I said like when this is a very like this is a very 19-year-old idea and something but, that you're supposed to like realize is dumb and move on from. But you know, I think she saw something um and you know that that has kind of like continued and that is uh it's not whether the idea is feasible it's whether you can get people behind it. So all of the crazy shit that's come, you know, like the things that are coming out of tech, you know, like the 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 juicer and yeah. these these things that are either mm. unnecessary or impossible. Well, so tech technologies that are supposed to um, like suck the moisture out of the air and turn it into drinking water, but it's not a, <laughs> it's not a dehumidifier. Yeah, and then they get you know they get like. <laughs> like millions of dollars in seed money or millions of dollars in like um in like venture capital investment or whatever well and then nothing ever comes of it yeah and then and actually yeah. that and that's what like that's one of the topics I, I put at the end that i want us to really dive into because uh okay word because uh that is like uh, one of the main themes of this story this seems to be like the genesis of that because it's like yeah if you know anything i mean anyone who does test on blood it's like i mean not all blood tests are the same, yeah. right? There's there's different types of like I don't know chemical reactions that you're trying to elicit or yep. something, and you mm-hmm. just need a certain amount, yeah. You know, depending on what the test is, and, and you can't seems... and, and like like you can't use the same blood for different tests. Yeah, if you if you put some other sort of like precursor or some other sort of like agent in there, it kind yeah. of it's no longer blood. Yeah. Yeah, it'll ruin the other. It's tests, like it's like oh my sure. god, this person's blood is is like fifty percent dye. Like it's it's like, <laughs> 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 and then it and then you have like the 
the like automatic injection patch. Or whatever. <laughs> it just kills you. <laughs> <laughs> just like it, oh, you OD off of whatever medicine it, you, it, it thinks you're supposed to get. <laughs> Um, yeah, and one big feature of the Edison was allow. And this part's really interesting because it, it actually uh, affects Arizona directly. Uh, the one big feature of the Edison Sick. was allowing the customer to choose which blood tests they would want to take. Now, this actually isn't allowed in most states in the country. It's actually against the law. Uh, Theranos and Holmes herself actually went to Arizona and lobbied the state Congress to change that law to allow Arizona citizens to do this, to pick their own tests. Because, oh, God, don't do that in Arizona. Uh, well, 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 you'll see. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I was about to say it, it, you can. That law is still in effect. It is. Uh, oh it, unfortunately, it is very cost prohibitive. It's very expensive. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, they don't tell you. Because uh, insurance won't cover it if if uh, if you don't get a doctor's order. So, Especially if you're like a uh, hypochondriac yeah. and you're like, I think uh, my yeah, blood's bad. And they're like, okay. You're addicted. You just spend all your money getting different blood tests. But yeah, uh, Arizona was yeah. set to be the test market for the Theranos and the Edison. Uh, I guess the point was that when once other states saw what a success Theranos was in Arizona, they would also change their laws. Um, and she succeeded. Arizona did change the law and it still changed this day. Uh, there's footage of Arizona senators talking about how impressed they were with her, even gushing about her to her face in the in the like whatever session it was. And that law is still in effect mm. today. You can go on any lab website in Arizona and re- I like I try I looked into it and request any test you want. But like they cost they, they cost like 200 bucks a pop. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of doctors came out against the idea of patients ordering their own tests. Because tests will give you results, and you can Google what the res- what the results mean, but there's really no way to get the whole picture. Like, um, yeah. one test may be affected by something else, and with how many tests there are, it's pretty fucking hard for a layperson to properly interpret what they all mean, which is, like, what a doctor goes to school for seven years for. Like, they're, like... Exactly. Like, it's, like, situational. Yeah. Like, like, if you have... Uh... Um, well, uh, blood, well, this is a, di- a different way to look at this, but like testing your blood pressure, you can have high blood pressure, a little high. There's nothing wrong with that because your genetics allow you to do that. So I guess a better term to use is genetics would, would say that. So if anybody does that, yeah, they're going to get this test and then they're going to either freak out or, you know, go to a Mayo Clinic or WebMD and all that shit. And that's, people shouldn't well, be doing and that there's anyway. Also, and there's also things like result, like, like, okay, these results, these results might be a little bit off. And that's fine, but th- these ones are off because this test is really off. You know what I mean? Like, like there's that there's oh, other that's another things. Thing, yeah. Like, there's things that a doctor really needs to like look at and consider. And people, yeah, for like sure. I said, you can you can Google results, but like to like figure out all of the different combinations of things, it's pretty fucking impossible. So then, thinking yeah. of that, like, what's the what's the draw? Why? Uh, how cheap? How cheap they would be? You wouldn't need insurance. Um, Oh, so it's like, okay, so there's like a, uh, the insurance establishment has a monopoly on these different types of tests. Yeah. And so this is a way to kind of take control of your own health and find like a super cost effective way to get the test. And there were commercials for Theranos in Arizona when the test market, because this, I'll I'll get to it, but they they did run these trials in, in, in Arizona and it was very much like take control of your own health kind of thing. Do you oh, wow. were they on TV like what years roughly? I think 2012 2013 through 2015ish. Ah fuck, I wasn't 
Well, and, it, and it was only in Phoenix, so... Uh, oh, wait, okay. why is it that late? Why is it that late? Because I thought this whole thing, you know, happened in the mid-2000s. Okay, well, the, the, we did, I, guess, I guess we did do kind of a time. So, so she left Stanford 2003 and worked on the company uh, for the next, like, five to eight years. And then uh, and, okay. but didn't really uh, start making a name, like, becoming a big name until she uh, got some big name investors, which we're going to get to fucking crazy again this is another early 2000s movie yep. because it's like well she doesn't have mm-hmm. to like have a job or make money that's yeah 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 <laughs> she, she that's what i mean we're like it's 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 she's obviously very privileged because she yeah, didn't have a job this entire time wasn't going to school so in a nutshell that was what theranos was supposed to be able to accomplish was you know kind of getting people to take control of their health and you know uh uh, uh order their own tests and do it very cheaply and with very little very small amount of blood um, Holmes used her considerable connections and resources to do a lot of, pr- eventually when she felt like she was ready to do a lot of press, which caught the attention of a lot of investors. Uh, these investors included Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, General Mattis, Mark Zuckerberg, Tim Draper, Betsy DeVos, the Walton family, the Cox family, Rupert Murdoch, Henry Kissinger, among, and among others. That's fucking wild, yeah. dude. That's so many fucking people. Also, uh, you didn't put a comma between General Mattis and Mark Zuckerberg, so I was like, "Damn, General Mattis, Mark Zuckerberg, which is one person." <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's like that's like what Silicon Valley is going to create. They're going to create like a tech genius hybrid with a with a military commander, and they put us in forever martial <laughs> That'd be law. Scary, sweet Jesus. Um, there are and there are a bunch of interviews with some of these people talking about how brilliant uh, Holmes was and how this is going to change the world and save lives. And, but it's really funny because, like, if you're in a group with DeVos, Murdoch, and Kissinger, you don't give a shit mm. about other people's lives. Like, that's what kind of pissed, pissed right. me off about seeing all this footage. Because I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, too. And, like, just these people pretending, like, like that, like, they're in they're in this for, like, like saving people. Like, no, you're, you're in this think... to make a fucking ton of money. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, like if, you, if you're going to be, like, this is something that's really, like, over the past, like, three or four years that's really, really pissed me off the more I see of it is, like, these capitalist people pretending like they're doing anything they do other than for other any other reason than to make money like it really like like so so you get all the wealth and we're supposed to think you're a good person i don't think so i mean but uh, do you do think that she even uh holmes even recognized the fact that these people were do you think she was so naive that she was genuinely trying to think she was doing good and she she had no idea well we're gonna have to talk about holmes at the end because she is very interesting but i I, she definitely knew who these people were i mean but that's the thing that's the to the extent that's the thing like people like henry kissinger are, are like respected by like a lot of people like liberals and conservatives and it's and i mean we have this weird like i i I always joke about re-education but like this is what we need re-education for like we we have have to stop pretending that these people are like 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 kissinger is like a a a a statesman fuck off he's a fucking monster like you know what i mean like it's 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 i just wonder if she understood the gravity no she was she was was in that bubble where it was that that like liberal bubble where like they're like you know they're 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 famous and they're good and they're they're gonna give me a bunch of money yeah if she if she were like 19 maybe um but I mean, it's it's hard to say. Yeah, but, and she was also very young. That's a good point, Chris. Is that like, I, yeah? Is uh? But she, this is years later. Right. This yeah. Is years so later, she was, but she was know? still. Like, I, like I was 20s. pretty dumb in my. I'm, I'm still dumb, but like I was pretty dumb in my twenties too. That's fair. That's Especially fair. Especially yeah. compared to you know some of these like career politician supervillains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Corrupt. People. People but, who have spent their lives manipulating people. I have to say, this is something that's nice about Shark Tank. Is there's no 
affectation about trying to make the world that's a better true place. yeah and i actually <laughs> it's just about money as, like, as a person <laughs> yeah. as like an anti-capitalist i should not like shark tank but i actually really do like i do what i do watch shark tank and i do like i, I don't go out of my way to watch it everybody but does if it's on tv i'll watch it there's a certain honesty that yeah. you have to admire yeah it, it's it's better yeah. than it's better than like yeah than pretending that they're gonna save the world right mm-hmm. um a uh th- th- let me see where did I, oh yeah uh, this is really funny. Um, this is on a documentary, but a reporter who was doing a story on Theranos reached out to Kissinger for comment. Um, and this reporter was in the documentary. He was telling this story. And the, 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 the not a reporter, he's like a, a, a newspaper writer or something, or a magazine writer or whatever. But I can't remember his name. But he, 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 he said in the documentary, I trust Kissinger with tech about as much as I trusted him on Cambodia. Which I thought was funny, Ooh, and then it, it, he had a he had a phone recording of his interview with Kissinger, and it's really funny because Kissinger like invested millions of dollars in this tech company, and you can hear on the tape Kissinger struggling to turn the speakerphone off of his cell phone, like <laughs> like he's like, oh, you're on speak, oh, hold on, let me, fi-. and like like it takes about a minute for him to figure out how to turn off the speakerphone. <laughs> Jesus, which wow. is really funny. Um, eventually Theranos would be, would get so much investment capital, its valuation would be in the billions. I think it topped off about, about $9 billion. That's why this is all. And that like, this what? is, this is like speculate. This is cryptocurrency shit. This is just all speculation because, whoa, 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 <laughs> because whoa. none of those people, none of them asked to see it in action. None of them asked to see the Edison work. Not right. one of them. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Um, Here's a list of board members, which is kind of scary. There's Elizabeth Holmes, founder and CEO, uh, Riley Betchel, uh, for, uh, former Betchel Group CEO, David Boys, uh, a founder and chairman. I don't know if you guys know who uh, of, of, of Boys, Schiller, Flexner. He was a lawyer, but he was also kind of mm-hmm. like he was uh, the only thing that comes to the top of my head about him is he would um, intimidate witnesses against uh, Harvey Weinstein. So... Oh, uh shit no I didn't yeah know what yeah he was he was i think he was harvey weinstein's lawyer and he would like intimidate uh, try to intimidate witnesses against him wow wow <laughs> um william foge fogue former director of the cdc uh richard kovacvich former uh wells fargo ceo so you got the, you got cdc and wells fargo love to see that combination yeah, uh, Wells Fargo, yeah. give us money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. James. CDC yeah, Wells Fargo too. signed us up for a bunch of accounts that we didn't sign up for. C- C- CDC, give us vaccines. <laughs> James Mattis, uh, he would. Uh, he, that's Mad Dog Mattis. He would eventually become mm-hmm. the Secretary of Defense under Trump. Uh, Fabrizio Bonanni, former Executive Vice President of uh, Amgen. Amgen. I don't know what that is. Um, mm. By about 2013, Theranos was poised to take over the tech sector. Um. Now let's talk about some partnerships that Theranos had. Uh, Safeway was the first company to dive into the Theranos pool. They invested about three hundred and fifty million to get Edison's into eight hundred Safeway stores. Uh, they they just wanted these in store. Yeah. Wow, this is just yeah, in like crazy. the pharmacy section or whatever. They made a deal yeah, in two thousand twelve, yeah. but it was cut off because Theranos kept missing their deadlines. It goes cut in two thousand fifteen. Interesting. Yeah. Was there was there ever a working prototype? We're gonna get to that. Uh, uh walgreens also made a deal in 2013 uh actually uh set up theranos stations in 40 walgreen locations in uh, throughout phoenix arizona uh these locations would never actually have edison's on site but they would still be uh uh operable and they would take blood people would sign up for blood tests and then they would take the the finger the, the drop of blood from your finger and send it to a theranos lab in scottsdale uh it was supposed to be done it's on site, to, though. So yeah, that's the, the, the plan is thing. to avenge. Because well, the Edison's weren't ready. They kept saying, 
Yeah. Okay. Um, Walgreens would eventually sue Theranos in 2016 for breaching their contract and win a judgment of 30 million in 2017. Jesus. So a bit of a rocky road That's for Theranos cool. so far. Uh, they were having trouble with partnerships, but they were still the talk of the town, and they had, you know, they have endless investment cash. But Theranos, as you guys know, is no longer around today, and you may have already clued in why. The technology never actually worked. It was all complete bullshit. We're going to get into, a li- let's get into a, what, what happened with Theranos. Uh, Holmes and a few other people were running a shell game this entire time. Uh, constantly stalling for time, constantly short on details. Uh, it was really funny. One of the articles um, called Holmes, they did an interview with her and said that she was comically vague. Because she was quoted as saying, they asked how the Edison operates. And the quote is, the blood goes into the Edison, Edison box and a chemistry is performed. Okay, so that just seems like they never actually had, like, whatever the patent was for this box and the actual uh, planning that went into it and whatever it was designed to do, there there must have never yeah, been and, anything no, aside from well, some the, theoretical. Yeah, I, I said she, runs, she was running a shell game, but this this isn't like a like a Bernie Madoff situation where, like, she's she's not, like, like well, I mean, she was stealing money, but, like, she not on purpose. Like, she was kind of just assuming that they would figure out at some point, right? Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, she, she, she had a just... plan. Like, she, she wanted Theranos to work, had a, a, like, kind of an obsession with Steve Jobs and how, like, and she would talk about how people told him things were impossible and he he did them anyway. So she kind of thought that that would happen for her eventually. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone in the company was sectioned off. Uh, one of the former employees describes two different worlds. There was the carpeted world and the tiled world. In the carpeted world, a.k.a. the sales and administration section of the company, Holmes was a goddess walking on Earth. And people seemed, really seemed to worship her. People that were, like, you know, uh, trying to sell trying to sell this thing, they 100% believed in her and, like, loved her. Like, And she was very uh, – I, I mean, like, I didn't know of her until I knew the Theranos story. So I, don't, I didn't find her charming particularly, but a lot of people found her very, very charming. In the t- With a deep ass voice, like it's not, yeah, yeah, not and that, creepy. Or... <laughs> it, was, it was, it is very weird to hear her talk. But um, uh, they uh, in the tiled world or the laboratory section, people thought that she was insane. Uh, they believed that she was always asking for too much or concentrating on the on the wrong thing. Uh, there was an anecdote in the documentary that serves as a good example for both. Um, one of the guys who was in charge of the, of getting the test to work inside the Edison box was always asking if they could change the size of the box. They needed to make it bigger. He believed there was simply not enough physical space to accomplish everything that she wanted done. Um, mm. But she would never – like she said no pretty much. They had meetings. They had many meetings to discuss the size of the Edison, and she never approved it making it any bigger. She was very set on it being this size. And this is what I was talking about with the Steve Jobs thing where people are telling you this is impossible, and you're just kind of saying no, make it work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's during crazy. one of these meetings. Holmes and her boyfriend CEO spent an hour discussing what they should call the cloud server that would hold all the test results. While the engineer in charge of getting the test to work kind of sat in the room waiting to talk about the size of the box again. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, they, they. It seems like they didn't get shit yeah, done. They, like, they, like even the engineers themselves and, and all the scientists. I mean, if they. Like, I just feel like they wasted so much time. Like, how did they even get these jobs when they hired them on? I feel like they were like, yeah, this is what you're going to well, do. Well, they also, okay, you know. she also did was she also, uh, carpent, carpent, or, uh, car, not car, compartmentalized the entire, compartmentalized, uh, yeah. so like, uh, one division was not talking to another division. They weren't allowed to. Mm. 
Wow. Uh, and he sad. also added that they, they, they end up calling the cloud server Yoda because Holmes liked the quote, do or do not, there is no try, which, again, you probably well, sensing a pattern at this point. She should have tried a little harder, <laughs> yeah. you know. That, that There is a do or do not. She did not. <laughs> she she so. did not, yeah. It seems like she was constantly stuck in that 19-year-old um, kind right. of way, way of thinking. So she spent a couple semesters at Stanford and then kind of went off and did her own thing and didn't didn't really do much maturing after that. Yeah, she never grew yeah, up. And that's, and that's, that's, and, and, and that's kind of wild to think to. about because, like, when she was 19, she had a professor telling her that this wouldn't work. And if she had just listened to her... Uh, you know, who knows where she, I mean, she was obviously very rich, had good connections. Like she could have done anything else. Like she do we, might have been able to do good yeah. for the world. Yeah. What happened to the other professor, the one who uh, quit I, their tenure, tenured position? I don't know. I should have looked into what happened to him, but uh, well, he, he doesn't have tenure anymore. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. He probably <laughs> feels real silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I looked him up. He's, uh, he's dead. <laughs> Shut up. I'm I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. T- they 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 tested the first Theranos machine on him and it ended up taking too much blood. Um, and that, that was what <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they yeah they, they 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 took all of his blood. Um, yeah. <laughs> so and even in the tiled world, the science world, um, they were very sectioned off. Every employee had assigned very assigned rigorous NDAs that were enforced by that David Boys guy, the lawyer who the kind of the who was very much in the documentary. Uh, portrayed as like a shark, kind of like a like a a very un- uh, unscrupulous figure. Um, right. yeah. yeah, I was gonna say too. It's interesting signing so many NDAs within, like internally, because generally NDAs are a lot of the time between other companies, you know, and con- contractual agreements and stuff. So to me, if I had to sign that many, I'd be like, this seems fucking sketchy. And it was all it was all disguised. You know? um, the NDAs were all disguised to protect as protection of their trade secrets. So you you weren't even really allowed to talk to your family about what you were doing at Theranos. Like wow. if they found out, they could sue you. Um, many employees uh, said that the nanotainers, which is the that was the name of the tiny bottles that held the drops of blood, would often yeah it's cute would often break inside the Edison and leave a bloody mess inside the Edison. Ew. Um, um, wait a minute. The nanotainer. Sorry, that's also isn't that that thing that uh, the little th- those are the condoms you buy. Right? <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Those are pico tainers. <laughs> oh yeah, femtotainers. <laughs> um, I was about to say my dick's average, but that's that's your line, Sean. Um, yeah, you're gonna drop that on me. Where you gonna do the old reverse? This is, here's re- a funny part. You know, on me. This 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 is where it kind of dives into being really fucked up. But do you guys remember that Walgreens partnership we just talked about? Uh, mm-hmm. Theranos would take these samples from the Walgreens, um, and they would just run them, uh, run the samples on standard blood testing equipment that they had to purchase. Uh, but that's not all. Oh. Because the blood samples were so small, they had to dilute the blood with shit like saline, which led to wildly unreliable results. Yeah. Oh, my God. That makes sense. Um, many wow. uh, employees tried to convince Holmes that things would never work the way she wanted them to, including a man named Ian Gibbons. Uh, he was the chief scientist at Theranos. He had been a biochemist for 30 years. Uh, he had several patents. He had earned several patents while working at Biotrack Laboratories. Oh, he was constantly working with Holmes and was unsatisfied with the way that she was handling things. Uh, confided to his wife that nothing at Theranos was working. Uh, didn't like that Holmes was constantly lying to employees and investors. Uh, didn't like how Holmes discouraged communication between the departments. Uh, he was pretty much constantly battling her his whole time there. I mean, he was a, he's a science guy, and the science just wasn't working. 
2013, a neighbor and family friend of the home of the Holmes family sued Theranos over a patent dispute. Uh, so this is just like rich people getting mad at other rich people, pretty much. But one of the many mm-hmm. claims that the lawsuit made was that Holmes was improperly listed as the inventor on several patents. Um, Gibbons was deposed as a witness for the plaintiff for this trial because Gibbons was also listed on those patents, right? So he's feeling a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. He uh, he doesn't like what's going on there, Theranos, and now he has to go to court to either like tell the truth and and reveal what Theranos is actually about, or lie for Holmes. So on May sixteenth, two thousand thirteen, the night before he was due to go in, do in court, Gibbons killed himself with a mixture of pills and alcohol. Damn, Jesus Christ! Uh, Holmes That's never fucked. spoke to Gibbons' wife after his death. I guess they... Are you sure it was wow. an accident? Are you, sure, are you sure it was him? Like it wasn't a hit? No, no. People... Uh, yeah. His wife uh, was positive it was suicide. Because of how... Oh, and okay. she would know. She saw how stressed out he'd been. And depressed. That's Damn. fucking sad, man. Sorry, I'm drinking this some water. Sorry. Dark. Um, so let's get to let's get to how this how this whole thing really came tumbling down. Uh, on October 16, 2015, John Carreyou of the Wall Street Journal writes an explosive off, uh, article about the, all the sins of Theranos. He spoke to a few employees who went uh, as anonymous sources to avoid being sued, revealed that Theranos and Holmes had been lying to everyone from the very start. Um, and then Holmes goes on a bunch of interviews claiming that the art, everything in the article is a lie. And Carreyou is like, he's in the documentary. At this point, he said that he's, he's kind of shocked at how, how, how she's acting. Um, because he knew that he had her dead to rights. He had sources, he had documents, he, like, he had proven that what he, that he was correct. And she knew that too, but she kept insisting that it wasn't the case as if the reality would suddenly change to fit her image of the company and the world. Right. So she was just constantly mm-hmm. going on interviews and constantly lying, even though this carry guy pretty much proved what he was saying. Let's see. Uh, things fall apart quickly from there. Uh, investors pull out and will likely never see their money again. Uh, making rich people lose their money will always be cool. Uh, it isn't long before Theranos shuts down. Um, Holmes and her fo- uh, former CEO are currently awaiting trial. They could face 20 years in prison. Uh, the trial has been laid a- d- delayed a few times, but was just delayed again last month because it was revealed that Holmes was six months pregnant. Oh shit! So, um, oh my god, COVID did this too. COVID delayed this, obviously. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Five years after the original article mm-hmm. came out, I mean, I'm sure it, it took, takes it, time it, to it took build a, a case. It, it took a while for the company. Like, I think they 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 hung around for about another year after that. But uh, it was, I mean, it wasn't much longer after that. Right. I wonder what the statute of limitations is on some of these. Well, I, I think I, I don't know, but I, th- I think once you're charged, that's all that matters. She's been charged; like she's they, the, oh, okay. the, the trial is happening. Oh, okay. Oh, she's charged already. We well, think she's going to name her. I hope she has a daughter. She'll name it Theranos, or maybe it's a kid. <laughs> I don't know. I would name it Theranos. Name it Theranos. That kid's going to be get fucked up. Oh, that's 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 dark. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, so God. I wanted to. T- I have a few topics for discussion because I think it's a really interesting story. But Holmes herself. Uh, I think it's interesting because she's kind of obsessed with the fake it till you make it. I know we talked about this already, but like she had one idea when she was 19 and spent 10 years or 12 years uh, chasing it and refused to believe it's pretty much like the, like she fell for all the expectations in the tech culture in this country. Like she really modeled herself off of Steve jobs who like, you know, probably she was probably told her whole life that Steve jobs was always doing the impossible 
and you know because he, he he would always get it done or have people that would get it done and she kind of mm-hmm. took that to heart and really never never let it go took it for granted too i mean that it would just work out because she's yeah she and like that, that's the other thing she she kind of just like i mean the, the her the first 20 years of her life went exactly the way that she wanted them to why wouldn't this you know what i mean yeah but yeah what do you yeah, guys think of homes that's true I um go ahead Chris go ahead. no 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 you said no go ahead you go ahead no you go ahead I go ahead just go ahead Chris wait wait should we should we um no go I I don't feel bad for her but I think I also do because I I understand the sense in which she's a victim of this culture and I think that like you hinted at earlier is kind of the real culprit here in a mm. sense because it wasn't there there were some people who were trying to make her see the light all along the way, but there were enough people encouraging her uh, in this terrible idea. And giving her millions of dollars. Yeah. Enabling her and empowering her to do this. And so I think that's, um, there is some sort of collective responsibility. Yeah. And I don't want to make Holmes Mm -hmm. like a sympathetic character. And like, I mean, she did put, a bunch of people like she i mean a man killed her killed himself because of what she did and like yeah. not to mention all the right. lives she put at risk because of her her faulty blood tests but well and also absolutely. also she's she's the boss right yeah so the responsibility does fall with her i mean that's part of the kind of the as a leader you have to take right responsibility for whatever happens. Yeah, yeah complete responsibility yeah and then and then i want to combine the next topic with this but like that's what i mean like like the, the, that's that's where this like whole the myth of american exceptionalism really like becomes a dang like dangerous or it's like it and yeah. I, I mean elizabeth holmes she lied she cheated she like uh, was constantly uh she got a bunch of money i mean I, I, like i said i don't really care that she took money from rich people especially like evil rich people but like yeah. um she really expected it to work out how uh, however whatever she was envis- envisioning and she just would not stop so um like I'll just tell you right now, I, I always hated the term fake it till you make uh-huh. it. Um, a lot of people use that and they throw it around too much. Um, and obviously in, in a lot of these cases, it, it doesn't work. Right. I mean, I understand you need to kind of be under a guy's or, or have, have confidence before you actually have what you want. That's okay. And believe in what you do. I, but I don't think believing in, in what you do and having conviction means that you're faking right. it, right? In this case, though, it is. And I also want to say, you know, aside from the fact that she was young and privileged and she was like set in her ways, I think, which was detrimental from the start, I wouldn't be surprised if you did a psychological evaluation, you would find her to have issues, you know, Um, some kind of uh, condition or disorder that kind of, I mean, maybe some level of narcissism there. Um, some kind of delusion. I mean, really to spend that much time on something, seeing things failing, people saying, even from the start, like you said, with the um, professor saying, no, don't do this, or even during. Like, I don't even know. She also has a lot of balls. If she's genuinely uh, uh, completely within um, like a, a sound state of mind, truly, and she still went ahead with this, that's just, that's crazy to take all those people money you know what I mean? And and to be okay with that. Because, like, in some of those situations, like, she could have gone to, like, mob level and taken money from, from 
other criminals who would like, and I'm not saying these other people, uh, not saying Bill Gates wouldn't have somebody tied to where they would just kill you. You know right. what I mean? Like you never know, like you're running a, a crazy risk that I don't even understand. And that's why I'm thinking maybe she's just super fucked up. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I mean. That's what I meant when I talked about like, uh, I mean, I don't want to weigh this all on like, just she was mentally ill. Cause we don't know that. And like, she, she definitely sounds like a narcissist, but like, that's what I mean when like, mm-hmm. like with this kind of, this kind of culture, uh, really fucks with you like she like 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 uh i mentioned in the beginning where it's like she's kind of a victim of her own expectations of what how life was going to be i guess because like she was extremely mm-hmm. privileged uh she she heard that steve jobs had done it and you know that she could do it too and that you know uh led to a lot of bad shit and we have all yeah. of those great early 2000s movies right yeah oh yeah the one the ones that living the ones where they always work out in the end somehow yeah, living in a fantasy. I mean, I think it's in a similar vein to uh, people talking about how uh, Disney movies have changed people's expectations about what like love and marriage is going right, to be like. Right, right, right. Um, and has kind of given young people these distorted expectations about what, uh, yeah, what what relationships are and how they should be. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I kind of go ahead. Sorry, I wanted I wanted to comment again, especially about um the culture of like tech yeah and that's my next topic yeah yeah could i just could i yeah go ahead just kind of jump into it because it when you were talking about uh holmes kind of fashioning herself as kind of like a steve jobs like figure yeah you can I, i think steve jobs got uh really lucky in that he decided to innovate in a field where um, things were physically possible. Oh yeah. Whereas we, you know, computers used to be huge. Right. And it, it is possible to make um, computers very small. Yeah. Uh, but there are certain mm-hmm. things that just aren't physically possible. Like running hundreds of blood tests in a three by four size box. Exactly. But it's that mm-hmm. type of thing where, no, you have to like challenge the norms yep. and challenge what people are thinking. I mean, there's depending on what you do it's just not possible and i'm just reminded of a number of these dumb invention inventions i was i mentioned some of them earlier but it's the kind of things uh like um like artificial gills (laughs) where Mm -hmm. you know people people can go snorkeling and it's this like little tiny thing that takes the oxygen out of the water and you can breathe it in right it's just it's not possible yeah because you need a yeah. certain amount of oxygen and there just isn't that much inside right. of inside of like the water that's right next to you. It's the same thing. It would need to be a huge device. Yeah, it would, too, it would be like a massive a massive device, not something that's like, you know, uh like the the size of like a stick of deodorant or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um also, have you guys heard of solar roadways? No. Solar uh, freaking so. roadways. It was this idea where Every road and walking surface was also a solar panel. And I mean, the idea is great, mm-hmm. right? It's, yeah, it's, it sounds cool. Yeah. Know, you know, every, every surface could be a solar panel. Um, and it just totally didn't fucking work. But a lot of people got behind it, like celebrities and uh, people in business and stuff. And right. I think one of the pitfalls of tech is that, um, you you're dealing in intuitions and big ideas uh mm-hmm. but people and you can kind of throw out some fancy jargon and shit to make it seem like it's actually going to work yeah just like 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 uh 
like Holmes did with, well, there's some sort of chemical process that happens and people are like, oh, okay, so she knows what she's yeah. talking about. But it's like, you know, the, we're living in this world where people are, are just, they know just a, enough to kind of get started, but that's what makes them yeah. very dangerous because they don't, you know, the, the devil is in the details with this kind of shit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's this kind of like over-promising, over-promising on some sort of results and, and not really working out those details. Uh, but but at the same time, uh, rich people, celebrities, uh, you know, whatever fucking robber barons are, are more than happy to throw a shit ton of money at it because they think, okay, well, this is going to be the next Microsoft. Yeah, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make me a bunch yeah. of money and I get to seem like a good person. Yeah, and it's I think that, you know, we're living in a time where we're just kind of constantly flooded with that kind of shit and it's just super uh, it's just dumb because it's so wasteful right it's wasting a lot of resources and oh, time so much so much fucking and so much and I, I i wrote this down but i think that holmes biggest mistake honestly was um going into the medical field like if she had chosen a different field that where people's lives aren't at risk she might still be in business today mm-hmm. if she'd done anything else because like 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 uber and lyft are not profitable companies still even, right. even with their like draconian labor practices or they're just they're just mm-hmm. they're, they're they're just like uh enslaving people pretty much to work for pennies like they're still not profitable yeah. they're never going to and be the, profitable and what what blows my mind about that is they're still valued at like billions yes and, billions and that's, of dollars, the, that's all the speculation they're not turning a profit yeah and that's all the speculation yeah. at some point that's gonna that's gonna like pop it, it always does but like yeah. so homes didn't even really need a product that worked like if she had done anything else she might still be in business and that's one of the things that's wrong with the, with Silicon Valley in, in general, the tech industry, like uh, these 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 companies, like that don't make money in a very capitalist country, still being valued at billions and billions of dollars, it's wild. And I think it's David, it's those yeah, big I, ideas that they're yeah. capitalizing off of. And it's same thing. Uh, yeah, and I was yeah. gonna I, 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 one figure that I do want to do an episode on, but I think it's gonna take like more than one episode is like Elon Musk. Like uh, Elon Musk is like viewed as like pretty much Tony Stark. Like the real life Tony Stark by certain people, and he has a huge following. Yeah. But really, he's just some rich asshole who inherited a bunch of money because his dad owned a mine in South Africa. Like one of the most evil backstories I can imagine. And no, David, he's Tony he, Stark. You gotta <laughs> calm down. And okay. he pays people to figure things out for him, and we view him like he's gonna save the world. And it's like it's it, it like um, the all of Silicon Valley is insane. You know, um, you spoke of Uber though, and and speculation. Don't forget, Uber coins coming. Okay, <laughs> you can only use it to do uh, uh, ride yeah. shares, right? That would be yeah. crazy. Um, I just wanted to add for like the tech industry, um, people are very ambitious, but it's very misguided, yeah. and that's why you get this stuff. I, I like, I appreciate the ambition and the optimism that these people have, but Definitely. it's just very unrealistic. Yeah. You know, it, it in like even using this situation right here with homes, if their uh, efforts were applied to a different uh, idea, they make maybe could make a lot of a lot of good happen in the world. I know it's probably difficult to do. And that's like hindsight, you know, 2020 stuff. But like, I don't know if we had more uh, better shaping of uh, a way to shape individuals better um, for these kinds of things. I think humanity would be all for the better too. I don't know what that would look like, right. but I feel like that's what we it's, need to do. You know, that's a fine line. And I totally agree. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that like I, in, you know, in the show Silicon Valley, like they kind of play off of that, like making the world a better place. Yeah. 
It's like mm-hmm. everything is about making the world a better place yeah. and how we're kind of using technology yeah. to, um, you know, I don't know, advance like uh, humanitarian issues and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I do think that there are certain cases where that works. Yeah. So, but it's, it's um, usually it's like NGOs and not, you know, mm-hmm. the, when you bring in the, the kind of element of, of turning a profit, I think is when um, it it becomes difficult to say, well, we're doing this to make the world a better place. Because they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want both. They want the money and they want the accolades. Right. And it's hard. I think, I don't know. It's, I I think part of that ambition and optimism is believing that there's a way to do it. Yeah. Um, But -hmm. it all depends on, on what you do. Like I can think of like some examples. I don't know the name of the actual organization, but, but find, um, a niche find something that like is actually uh, a problem you know the, yeah and the, the, and that there's some sort of solution yeah um yeah i don't i don't think that like, like wi-fi enabled refrigerators are gonna like make the world a better place no but uh, by contrast if you if you're making um like inexpensive and reliable like wheelchairs yeah for for people in developing countries um like I remember, fuck! I mm-hmm. wish I could remember the name of the country, but it was like um, wheelchairs that were inexpensive and like robust enough to to traverse like like dirt roads. Off road, yeah. Oh, did, did you guys remember okay. that there was some company? I don't think it was a company. I think it was an NGO that uh, that had uh. found a way to make and ship, um, but they were able to do it for really cheap, so that it was um, it was like sustainable sounds familiar in these vaguely that's the kind of thing right but another pr- like another problem with that is that kind of stuff like another one of the paradoxes of these people is that stuff isn't glamorous chris like they want yeah. they want yeah, they want the true. glamour too they want to quote make the world a better place Heady shit. but they also want to change the world like like they they, they really want the like the the, the 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 accolades well here's an idea mm-hmm. make those and then just you know find a way to put a juicero on the back <laughs> that'd be funny if like if like juicero things just became like batteries for wheelchairs like you just like it's just like a disposable battery you you plug in the back and it it, it moves for you now there's a use for a juicero yeah Yeah. so oh juicero nfts you know come on (laughs) let's get with it i i I have i have ideas i have Uh, ideas my last topic and i kind of jumped into this elon musk but uh is I also think the hero worship of people from Silicon Valley is like extremely toxic. Like Steve Jobs and like she modeled herself off of Steve Jobs and even Bill Gates. Like these guys are like not only were they lucky that they what they were doing was possible, but they also were they had all the resources they could they could need. Like Bill Gates's mom like uh, worked for IBM and like made his operating system like what the the OS they used and um. Like they they ruined people's lives. Like they, these people, all like you can't you can't like if you're gonna worship these people, you should at least take a full look at them because they also like destroyed businesses. They they really fucked people over, especially in the 80s and 90s. Uh, Elon Musk, like that, I, 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 I jumped the gun with him earlier, but I, I, he's not a good guy. Like he's a piece of shit. And and you, I don't know when you worship these people and only focus on the things that they're supposed to be. It really like becomes uh, I don't know very very uh, poisonous I think. You, you know it's funny too because you know she worshipped right you said like uh, you said Steve Jobs she modeled herself after that and then when she uh, for lack of a better term rose to power within Theranos you had what what did you call it the, the they called it the, the the tile or the the, the carpet, carpet world and tile side world, yeah. what was car 
the carpeted world looked at her yeah, in that sure. way. It, she was the hero. But the rational ones, the ones who understood the, the science yeah. more, disliked her. Yeah, and and I think that's that kind of speaks to the world itself. You know, th- that's a smaller scale of it because you have these people worshiping people like Elon Musk and Bezos even um, because they don't understand basically the intricacies of business not even business itself or how f- the fucked up business is these evil corporations and everything they're doing. They just see it for face value. Yeah. And it's and not, it's it. not even the, car- it's not <laughs> even the carpet world's fault because imagine you're working there in the carpeted world and you have this boss who keeps yeah. telling you that they're going to, that you're going to be part of a company that's going to make the world a better place. Not only that fucking, you have people, you have Bill Gates believing in your company. You have fucking, uh, uh all these uh, famous people get just, just oh, begging yeah. to give you money because, it's more yeah, because, people to yeah, worship. Like, like, it's a whole like, branch. That would instill confidence, and especially if you don't have the resources, the knowledge to like really double check and make sure that what you're doing, like the like the tiled world knew because they were doing the one the ones doing the science. But the carpenter world, they had no yeah. way of knowing that that she was full of shit. Uh, like they would have. Yeah. Like, imagine if, like I said, you're working for that company and you have all these famous people investing in your company. Why would you believe that it, it, it it's all fake? Why would you believe that? You you have to assume. Yeah. You have no reason. Yeah. Yeah, you have no reason to. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't have the information you exactly. need to make that decision. So that's why that's another kind of strong argument for like educating the populace so that they can like see through that shit. Right. Like yeah. even us, I mean, we don't have a lot of like medical knowledge, but even some common sense and basic understanding of, of physics. like yeah, like how blood tests work. It's like that's not fucking possible. Yeah. We're just woke, Chris. Okay, you gotta accept that. We're just woke. As I don't fuck. know. Maybe we are. And honestly, though, like, yes, I I have to. <laughs> my privilege is showing too because I've been fortunate enough to get an edu- like right you know, to, good education. To get yeah. like a you know post. But it, but it also but it education. also speaks to your point, Chris, that like education is necessary. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with but that. But yeah, so... We all have degrees, so we know what we're talking about. So I guess okay. there's only one thing right, left to you guys, us. and that is get our blood tested. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, the, the the one thing that Theranos was able to accomplish was it got FDA approval for uh, a herpes test that the Edison actually could perform. So that was the only test that it was approved huh. to do and do successfully. Making the world that a better place. That would be place. another reason. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. one last thing to do, uh, let's go get tested for herpes. No, uh, are we screwed? Uh, ooh, by this kind of platform. What any of the maybe? topics we just discussed? Like, uh, are, you, are we screwed? Are we screwed? I mean, by no, no. I, I, exceptionalism? Are we screwed by like, technology? Whatever you want. All yeah. the above. Um, I mean, yeah. I I don't know. Uh, humanity is going to have a lot of problems if these kinds of people are continued or uh, continue to be allowed to do these kinds of things, and that's why we need to do away with hyper rich and and whatever that looks like to getting rid of getting ready rid of the platform that creates these kind of people. And I think educating is the most important thing. I think if we lack, cause this, this ties to lack of education, um, we're screwed because of that. That I think would be the, the main point I guess I'm trying to make because I don't like obviously Theranos or, or a- a- Amazon companies like that. They're not going to ruin the world. Uh, but I disagree. Like, they're definitely gonna, <laughs> I think that Amazon, well, hold on, hold Amazon on, hold has on. the potential uh, hold to on. actually ruin the world. But yeah. Well, so so that's a good point you bring that up. But I mean, I, I was I was going to use the term to shape it in a way that is 
bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that a single company can ruin a planet. But at the same time, I mean, I thought you played Final Fantasy Seven, dude. We've let it. Uh, uh, Amazon <laughs> is what's the company in that game? Yeah. Um, uh, mid, mid something. I don't, I, mid uh, Midgar the city, is the yeah. town. Well, Amazon yes. is the is the bad com- so, bad uh, company from Final Fantasy Seven. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But see, there the, it, the Earth doesn't have a life force to drain. Okay, now if Amazon figures out how to tap into that life force of the I mean, the you planet, could say it is. Yeah, like then, if we if we run out of oil, used. then we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I guess you're right. I just. I feel like I we I haven't seen enough to see how it would happen, but you're right. I I, I do see it's possible for a company to ruin or, or on, a, on a larger scale, long term, really fuck up humanity and the way it's going to evolve. So I don't know. Yeah, we're we're screwed based on that. We need to change uh, a lot of shit right. about this. So it sucks. Yeah. Um. Okay, Chris, what do you think? I'm gonna go ahead and say that we are not screwed because what you have presented so the reason why this was so kind of outrageous is because there was a a perfect storm of uh these kind of different elements that worked together right there's this um there's exceptionalism there is the kind of tech uh world and its excesses and a lot of things kind of came together I if you compare like the world now or at least like American society I want to talk about the whole world uh, but if you compare kind of like contemporary American society now uh, with what it was like in the picture that you painted at the beginning of the episode yeah right with a, a world of fantastic possibilities I do think people are more skeptical now uh, than they were back then. right. If for no other reason, I mean, in part helped by the type of journalistic work that exposed Theranos. And we were kind of in this dream, maybe like in the early, even to mid 2010s. Right. Right. With with like the Tony Stark and the Elon Musk. I mean, think about like Elon Musk is um, is unlike Tony Stark in the sense that like there are plenty of people who hate him. Yeah. He's kind of like mm-hmm. a, he's part hero. I mean, he's not even hero. I mean, he's like mostly villain. Yeah. He's just a rich asshole. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that way. So there's this kind of erosion of, of credulity. People are less gullible now than I think they were before. And I think that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, we say, um, you know, talk about like critical thinking and and questioning and kind of a, a superimposing kind of like the scientific method onto all things, right? Continually asking questions. Right. I I think that I think that that is if you take that part of the equation out, it's a lot harder for things like this to happen. Yeah, for sure. And American exceptionalism is going to be really hard. I mean, that's very deeply ingrained. Yeah. Um, the existence of the tech industry. Uh, and its excesses and capitalism again very deeply ingrained it's going to be a little bit harder yeah for uh, sure but if we get rid of this like hero worship if we get rid of this you know deep well of credulity for um these types of people you know that holmes felt for um people like steve jobs or that the public felt for people like holmes um then i think um 
that that I think will be will be helpful. It's hard to get rid of heroes uh, or worship of heroes when people feel like they need a hero. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, like, and, well, and I think that's that I mean, that, that's that was how that was how Silicon Valley got to where it get, at its peak mm-hmm. uh, is yeah. because people were looking for heroes, and then you had these guys that were like, "Oh, we're super smart. We can fix everything." And like that's and when you have desperate people, that's that, that's very easy to become the hero. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I heard. You know, they say that a hero can save us, um, <laughs> and I'm I'm not going to stand here and wait. And I think that was, I think that was. I need a hero, baby. I don't know. That's what oh, I was thinking. I'm looking for a hero. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, optimistic with Chris on this, and I'm gonna say uh, we're not screwed, but and almost for the exact same reason you said, Chris. I think that it does feel like the spell is breaking a little bit. Like it feels like more people are more skeptical than they were. Like even f- like five years ago, so I think that like people are. I mean, it all depends. Like if 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 it takes too long, then yeah, we're gonna be screwed. But I'm gonna be optimistic and say it won't take too long, and people will realize that uh, um, these people are full of shit. And even if they're not full of shit, like one person isn't gonna save the world because it is it is nice to see like just go online and see people talking shit to Elon Musk and these people. Like I like that that that's stuff that didn't happen five years ago, you know. Uh, if you yeah. like this episode, I, <laughs> think about che- uh, checking out our Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash guys are screwed. We do topical stuff there. We also ha- just started a new review series. That we're going to review different kinds of uh, apocalyptic media. Um, uh, what else is there? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Green Left Arrow. Uh, or our show at Guys Were Screwed. You can email us at gwscrewed at gmail.com. Um, Sean? Uh, my Instagram is st underscore gws. And Chris, I'm Chris, what is your deepest darkest fear? Um, didn't we do this? Already? Did we? Mine fuck, is... I can't remember what questions I already D- asked. Dying, dying in a plane. Oh, crash. that's right. Yeah, we did do that. All right. Yeah. Well, sorry guys. This um, one took it out your of me. Soul sucked out of you. Yeah. Oh, well, I was gonna say. Um, I think his deepest darkest fear is realizing that. Uh, he and you are actually <laughs> so a fear. He has impossible to admit that impossible. Yeah, fear. <laughs> it's a fear because he doesn't want to be wrong. No, no, no. My my deepest darkest fear was um not being able to sign David's marriage license, <laughs> and it came true two years ago. So, so now I fear nothing. No, no. It, I imagine I imagine you have dreams about it where you're like you're signing the paper. And then you look up, and it's me in the mirror. And yeah. it's, no, it's actually, you actually, as, Chris, you, you know, this happened so long ago. Your actual deepest, darkest fear of your whole life—the one that gave you the, the most like uh, uh, anxiety—was when you were four years old and you were going to school for the first time to preschool, and you thought, "Oh, I'm just never gonna have any friends." Luckily, you met your best friend <laughs> in that school. So, good job. Shit. I don't know Shit. what you're talking about. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. Later. Yeah.